This is Cover 2, a podcast on the Cleveland Browns. Hit! Browns are going to win! Mayfield, end zone, Landry, touchdown! With Dan Kadar and Browns beat writer Nate Ulrich of the Akron Beacon Journal and Ohio.com. With Steve Dorshuk from the Canton Repository. Hi, I'm George Thomas with the Akron Beacon Journal. I'm joined by Steve Dorshuk of the Canton Repository, Marla Reidenauer of the Akron Beacon Journal, and Nate Ulrich of the Akron Beacon Journal. And these guys are going to break down the Browns' interesting win over the Washington Redskins. Oops. The Washington football team today. Sorry about that. I'm the last person who should make that mistake. um, Guys, where do you want to start today? Well, George, the Browns got off to a rough start today, too. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And it was a weird game. It was a really weird game. I mean, there were times where the offense was just in a slumber. um, And it wasn't like it snapped out of it and never turned back. The the third quarter was – was really bizarre. They they came out and with three and outs on the first two series of the second half, and I uh, looked like they were going nowhere. And uh, it was actually a turning point. Um, I think that they were facing a third and twelve on the second to last play of the third quarter, and uh, Baker Mayfield connected with Odell Beckham Jr. for a, a fifteen yard, uh, com- you know, completion and a first down, and, and that they actually kept rolling after that but I don't know guys I mean just for the Browns to get five takeaways to score 24 points off them I thought it was a sign of uh growth um you know the offense was far from a juggernaut today but it was very opportunistic yeah and I really feel like that's a formula that they can use going forward so um you know you don't You've got some injuries, you know, you might not be have the most talent, especially at linebacker and in the secondary, but I really feel like getting those takeaways and scoring off them and just, I don't know, it seemed like even though this defense is keeps plugging another hole seemingly like every week, but it does seem like they're bonding and they, they do seem to, that was a cool little celebration they had in the end zone. Every time they got a pick, they'd run down there together and pretend like they were taking a picture. I mean, I just thought that it showed some signs that they're becoming a pretty tight unit, even though it's got a lot of people making big plays that some people have never heard of. So, um, and the, you also got to look at Miles Garrett making a huge play for the second consecutive game. Um, this time, I think it was like six and a half minutes left. And the, the coolest part of that for me was that he, not only caused the fumble, but grabbed it before it, you know, took it away from the, from Haskins. So I now, now if he starts making those plays in the first quarter, they might really have something. If you think it, seriously, if you think we finally see miles arrive the way he was hyped up to be coming out of college, is, is this his year? Well, it looks like the plays he's making is that's what you're paying him for. Um, and I do feel like, it's it's saying something that, you know, he had this whole off season of how is he going to be? Is he going to turn around from the suspension? And 
I really do feel like he seems like he's in a great place, you know, physically and, you know, kind of ready to carry this defense. So um, it bodes well. I mentioned Beckham earlier, and I I want to ask Steve about him because I think Steve tracked Beckham for every play today. And I thought Beckham quietly had a, a really productive game. Steve, what was your view of that? Nate, uh, I want to say that I have a different view of Odell Beckham Jr. now after, as you said, tracking him for every play, kind of making my home focus, uh, you know, trying to find out exactly who this really key guy in the organization is and uh, whether he's a, a, a businessman, a powder, or a producer, what is he? What's he going to look like when you're actually paying attention to every play? Because you always see the conspicuous ones, some of the ones that gripe us every every uh, now and then about uh, he was open on one play and uh, was waving his arms because he didn't get the ball. Those those uh, tend to be noticed and uh, add to his reputation as a bit of a diva. But today I found that Beckham was super businesslike and really impactful on everything that happened throughout the game, sometimes in very subtle ways such as at the start of the game, just running some innocuous routes that uh, that uh, weren't going anywhere and he wasn't going to be the target on those plays. But those innocuous routes struck me as pure setups for some of the plays he made later in the game. One of them, uh, a, a sideline play where he put a move uh, on and caught a 15-yard pass on the right sideline. Another, probably the, as key as any offensive uh, play in the game, where um, he... Uh, had the defense anticipating that he was going to go upfield or to the right. And he made a quick cut, uh, lost the cornerback, cut in front of a linebacker and caught a third and 12 pass for 15 yards. But uh, in addition to that, it, it seemed as though every time uh, the Browns were in a key stretch and were about to score, he was, he, he was doing something to, to set up uh, their scoring plays. So my conclusion today was uh, that, uh, now his stats on what were his stats? Uh, six targets, four catches, 59 yards. Okay stats, but not, nothing you would notice. But if you watch him uh, from play to play as I did today, uh, I really noticed him and I really appreciated uh, his value on the team. Did you know oh. beforehand? Just out of curiosity. I mean, did I plan to do that? No. No. Did you not? Oh, well, no. I, I, I didn't know. I'd never done this, George. I'd never watched him uh, every, every single play. It's the kind of thing that would be fun to do with everybody. You have to pick and choose your spots on uh, on uh, who you're going to watch. But uh, you know, he's a he's a superstar, and and uh, just struck me today that uh, I don't know as much about this guy as I should. Now, George, I am on record uh, a couple of different uh, places and on different platforms saying that I thought the uh, 2019 uh, acquisition of uh, of Beckham was one of uh, John Dorsey's uh, tragic flaws. I still think that might prove to be true, uh, but uh, I, I think uh, less that, uh, that that is my hard conclusion right now. I, I think that it might not. It was a tragic flaw for Dorsey. He's gone, not coming back. But uh, Beckham uh, and, and Dorsey getting Beckham uh, might still prove helpful for the team. George, you sent me a note during the game. Do you remember about Beckham playing a little defensive? Yeah, they, I mean, I don't think that's something you see last year. I mean the, the the one the one serious pick opportunity I I, I remember for, yeah. for Mayfield, he plays quarterback on it to ensure that that the Washington defender 
doesn't catch the ball. And, and, and it looked like it was going to be a sure interception. In all sincerity, I don't know that Odell Beckham Jr. last year does that. And and that's like – and I, I think I, I said to you, wow, he's balling today because right. that, that, that tells me you're engaged. That really does. But guys and girls, that was one of the key plays in the game too, one of the top five probably. Because if he hadn't done that, they wouldn't have uh, kicked a field goal uh, shortly after that. And that was those were pretty important points at that time. You also, you don't know, but it might be a sign that maybe he and Baker are on an, in a better place as far as their relationship. I mean, maybe he wants to do that because if they if they are, you know, kind of getting on the same page. So who knows? I'm glad you mentioned that, Marla, because I'll uh, cut off of the, the, the Beckham uh, diatribe uh, here, but uh, one of the things I did in watching Beckham was watch him on the field and off the field. I counted zero times that uh, Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham Jr. talked to each other during break, but I also noticed that that's not abnormal, that uh, people don't uh, talk to each other. You know, uh, Mayfield, for example, uh, spent the time he did uh, spend huddling with other people, uh, either with coaches or with uh, Case Keenum. So uh, even though that was the case, even though in a vacuum you could have said, wow, don't they like each other? Just the way the sideline looked all day. They weren't gabbing a lot. They were watching the game, everybody. But see, I noticed the chemistry on that one sideline play, the one sideline pass, when, when, when Mayfield was scrambling and found him. And again, it was a year ago. It's a season ago. I don't think that happens last year. I really don't. Another and big Baker, play, George. Pardon? Baker, Baker game. Got the offense off the Schneid, basically. Yep. Absolutely. And and um, I I think it's important to note that the Browns had five takeaways, but they also had no turnovers. And that means that Baker Mayfield snapped his interception streak. And uh, Odell with the major assists there. So Baker had thrown at least one interception in the previous eight games. That was the longest active streak of, of its nature in the NFL. So a clean game uh, by the offense in terms of uh, taking care of the ball. And Odell, a huge moment there for him to, to make that happen. All right, guys. Who do we got next week? Who's Dallas. On the road. Yeah, they're up right now. They're playing Seattle. Close game. Um, yeah, Miles Garrett goes home to Arlington. Ooh, oh, there's Baker Mayfield right. back in a home cup towards too. Well, we're gonna. I think we're gonna wrap it here. Uh, we we all have work to do that you should leave <laughs> in about in a couple hours, <laughs> and we'll see you next week. All right, guys. Happy work, Thank Thanks. you. See you guys.